All right, and here we go. So everybody, welcome back to Beauty, Business, and Mind Podcast. This is Celeste. Today we have a very special guest. And if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, we actually have the video on Spotify. So you can actually look at me and I'm a beautiful guest today. And we are going to be talking all about Google Ads, which I know nothing about. So I brought in an expert to educate us on how to utilize them for our business to see if it's a really good fit for our beauty businesses. So without further ado, Sally, welcome into the podcast. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me. And I just realized that our names are Celeste and Sally. So very <laughs> Very similar. I love that. I know. And it's so funny because when I was in high school, people would call me Sally. I said, oh, wow. yeah, so I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was so funny. I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. So thank you so much for being here. So you want to give us a little introduction to what you do and how you got into Google Ads? Yeah, sure. Definitely. Yeah, I sort of just fell into it in terms of like, I always knew I wanted to be an entrepreneur and then went to school, was studying entrepreneurship. And then I was asking professors like, hey, what's the best business degree to have? And then they they said marketing, you can make a lot of money with it. Um, So I was like, sure, I'll choose that one. Um, And then through my marketing courses, sort of they started teaching it in the university um like the professor she knew how great it could be for your career and for businesses so she actually taught it throughout the semester where we had to like do it with a with a class with a project and then from there because I had that experience like right after graduation I was able to get a job um, doing google ads at like a big corporate company um and just you know starting out at the bottom um so like learning and it was awesome because i i basically was getting paid to learn like how to do google ads like professionally um so yeah it, it was amazing and then yeah i did that for four years and you know worked my way up got a lot of experience um and then went to like um, the world's largest agency. They run like Netflix and GoDaddy and a bunch of big brands. And then sort of learn like the account management side of things there, like how to manage multiple clients, how to like, yeah, how to do account management, all the all the tips and tricks. Um, yeah, and from there really just wanted my own flexibility to be able to like work remote and set my own schedule, like the entrepreneurship life. Um, so that's when I sort of like was able to transition into starting my own agency, I would call it, and taking on my own clients, just starting out very, like very small, like friends and family, and then eventually growing and getting uh, some big names, like big companies, like competitors of Airbnb, um, as well as um, like some celebrities and influencers. So kind of like I've done it all. Uh, Oh, and then I I did launch a academy, um, a course to sort of help, this was during COVID, to sort of help bring all of like these insights that I had learned from like my, all my years of experience um, and kind of packaging it and being able to like help more people that maybe they don't have the opportunity that I had to like learn how to do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's that's how we met actually. That's how I found out about Sally was through a program we did together, um, Digital Course Academy with Amy. And that's how I found out about you. So we built a relationship over time and now on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's amazing. So to start out, what are Google ads? <laughs> Educate us. Yeah, that's it. 
yeah so even yeah even I was I would say even if if you like feel like you already know Google ads I would say continue to listen because you'll be surprised like everybody I've talked to is surprised when we talk about Google ads even I myself have been doing them for over 10 years and I still like learn something new every day um so yeah I think what something that Google ads are that most people don't know is so it is like you go to google.com and then you'll see like the ads displayed there up at the top um, and then you can scroll down and they're also at the bottom um, but through google ads you can also actually add run like youtube ads um, there's also like shopping google shopping ads so those are more of the product images there's also like something called display ads or discovery ads. These would be a little bit competitors of Facebook ads. So those would be like when you're reading like a Forbes magazine online or, or you're visiting some websites, it's those like ads that follow you around. Um, so, so those are, yeah, those are, um, all of that is like Google ads umbrella. Um, but specifically what I like to focus on for small businesses especially is like those Google ad results. Um, because that is like what drives the most revenue and results and performance is like when someone goes to google.com, they type in something because they are searching for something. And then, yeah, you'll see the, the pop-ups of the ads up at the top. So yeah, in a nutshell, that's what Google ads are. Okay. So from what I got from that is the Google ads are the ones, like if I search like a salon or something and this says like ads and it has like little blue on there that's one of them also like if i go to forbes magazine and those annoying little ones that pop up with different products that's google ads correct yeah that could be google ads as well yeah and so how can a small business or like a salon or anybody in the beauty industry how can we utilize google ads um so who is it really for like who is it really targeted because so far what i've heard so far it has been really like for bigger you know businesses yeah. corporations so how can smaller businesses use it yeah and that's yeah that's I feel like that's a myth definitely that it's only for big businesses um it is true that big businesses use them and they spend a lot of money on them and it's because it works um like I've worked at companies and my budget was like 10 million dollars a month just on Google ads alone and so yeah it's like it works. Um, but then, yeah, you do think as a small business owner, well, like I don't have $10 million to spend on that. <laughs> like, I don't even have a hundred thousand or like 20,000. So, um, so yeah, you don't, you definitely don't need, um, a big budget at all. So I definitely recommend starting out with like $10 a day, um, is what I recommend. You could even do five, five to 10, um, at the beginning to sort of like test things out. And it's kind of like, it's all on the strategy that you use. So if you go and like set up your Google account and uh, you, how it works is like you are targeting based off of keywords. So a lot of people are used to like Facebook ads where you are targeting based on historically, like you were targeting interests um, and like demographics and, and your age and things like that. Um, so there is that component on it, like in Google ads, you do have all of those layers, but you're targeting also keywords. So, cause that's how Google works. So like, I would say if you go on Google and you just type in like hair salon, um, that's probably going to be like maybe too expensive for most businesses. Um, and that might not be a keyword that you want to run 
on. Like the key is kind of finding like what are those niche keywords um, that somebody would type in when they're searching for you. And those are like the ones that tend to I've seen work best for like the smaller businesses that can still drive volume and still be successful for the business, but focusing on the ones that like are not that popular that maybe um, yeah, the big companies are not spending that much money on. And when you say keywords, we can utilize that like a search word pretty much, right? Like a keyword would be like a search word. Like for example, instead of putting hair salon, like to run my ads to, I could utilize, for example, if I'm in Glendale, like Glendale hair salons or Glendale like lashes, like something like that is, that would be a better yeah. strategy. To yeah. So yeah, it could be exactly like naming the city specifically. It could also be like, let's say you specialize in a certain type of hair or if you specialize, um, yeah, in a, a certain service. So you can even add that like um, hair, like hair salon for balayage, for example. Um, that could be like one more specific, like hair salon for balayage in Glendale could okay. be could be a, a type of keyword. Um, the other thing that that works for businesses that are smaller is like with Google ads, there's so many layers. So the keyword is the first layer. Um, that's, you know, the, the main thing. But then underneath all of that, there's all of these different signals that Google uses to determine like which ad it's going to show. And so the different factors could be like your settings. So let's say um, like one of the advantages of Google is that they still have household income as sort of like a categorization. Uh, most people may find that creepy um, as an advertiser or as yeah, a business, like I love that Google still has this just because it's like, let's say you're a salon and you charge, let's say like $5,000 for, for like getting your hair done. Well, you don't want to necessarily target everybody that's searching on Google because your money would be wasted. Like I would say probably like 99% of the people wouldn't pay $5,000, but with Google, then you can say like, I only want to target the top, like 1% of people that have that income and only show ads to those people. And so then already you're gonna be saving a ton of money because you're not targeting everyone else. Um, and then your competitors, for example, they may be, let's say of that salon, they may be targeting like people that have like a, a different income or they might be targeting people who are interested. Let's say it's like a sports clips or something. Um, like I, I take my son there because um, it's down the street. So yeah, they might be more just searching for like broad keywords or they might be searching for like men's um, and they might only be targeting men, for example. So then like if you're a salon, maybe you only want to target women or maybe you only want to target um, women who are interested in like shopping because maybe your salon also offers like a boutique or something in, in it for, to shop. So there's definitely a lot of data that Google has that you can use um, to really fine tune who you target so that you're not just like putting all of your money out there. And I think that's a big misconception with Google ads is like when you don't do it right, you kind of are targeting everyone and then you spend your money really fast. And I've seen it and I've even like played the dummy before to see like how it is to be like on the other person's who doesn't know and just like going through the Google recommendations and like approving everything. And yeah, your money, like I remember my, I, I was paying like $20 a click 
Um, And that's, yeah, that's like, I think a big mistake that people make is not um, kind of just going through and not like, and saying yes to everything that Google recommends. And then, and and a part of that is like, they might not know. Um, But when you do that, you do, yeah, run the risk of, of us ending up spending a lot. Yeah, and that makes sense, like what you're saying. I really love that you're really going into that. It's so important that we really know who our ideal client is. And when we run ads, we're actually targeting them, right? Like you gave that perfect example of like, if I charge $5,000, I am not going to be for everybody. It's a certain type of clientele. So I can literally utilize ads to target my specific clientele, which I really love that you're with us. And I want to add on to that, that, yeah, exactly. Like for Google ads, I actually... I will not recommend them for people that are just like launching a business just because I always like to say like it's better to get all of your clients organically and make sure that your like website and your business is like well optimized because some people do also they they launch a business they're six months in they're not seeing sales they're not getting customers and they're like okay I I need ads and whether it's like Facebook or Google and then they'd like test it out and they still don't get clients and then they're like okay ads don't work. Um, so definitely I recommend having like a good solid business, a good like customers coming in and then like you can use ads to scale and to get even more of those, um, yeah, of the customers that you want. And like you said, having the data. So if you know, like the more data that you know, like if you know their age or like where they live, um, not their like home addresses, but like it could be cities or states or countries, um, if you know, like all of these, as much data about them as you can, then you, your ads are going to perform a lot better. Yeah. And I really love that you said that because I was going to ask you when it would be a good time to start, which is, you just answered. And I love that you said organic because I am such a big believer in that, um, that to really start organic and like use your organic reach as much as you can. And once that's done and you have a proven system then go to ads because what I've learned from my own experience is that ads is going to show you even more of what's going on right now in your business so if something is not working it's only going to show you how much it's not (laughs) working it's only going to like make the problem even bigger and blow up in your face so I really love that you shared that with us so thank you yeah yeah, I've definitely run ads before or like not run, but like consulted with people that wanted to run ads. And then I would first thing is I, I do is I go to their website and sort of do an analysis and like their website would be broken or like there would be broken links. So like you couldn't check out, you can't do payment information. So then I'm like, no, no, like before you put money behind this, you need to go through and, and fix it. So yeah, actually through the program that I do, that's something that like we go through, like I make sure everyone is auditing their website and like checking um, and following the steps to make sure that yeah everything is good before you even like put money into the ads yeah and I really love that you say that because we should be auditing our websites all the time like literally I just had finished my website auditing a week ago and I just realized one of the links was broken um, so I'm like oh heck no so I had to refix that and send out a new email hey it's gonna get you know the video here it is and that's part of our responsibility also having a business and a website. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it happens. But yeah, it is good to either, whether it's yourself or have somebody check it for you. Um, it's always, yeah, a good idea. And what are other ways that it can benefit our business, Sally? Aside from our like beauty business, what are other things that we can do with Google Ads that most people you think don't know about? 
Yeah, I would say, yeah, with Google ads, um, so it is to get more traffic onto your website. And so you could think about like, if you have a specific call to action. So if you have, let's say a course and you wanna get leads into your course, it could be really good to get leads. Um, it could be good. I would say leads tend to perform better than sales just because people do have a cycle of like shopping around or of like signing up for coupons and things. So if you can offer them something free or a discount, getting get them into your into your lead magnet, um, that always works well. Um, the next thing that Google has to offer is all of the rich data that Facebook took away. So we still can see a bunch of different signals. So they know who you are, um, not you specifically, but they know like, you know, you're categorized um, among people. Um, they also, they know like your preferences. So like, are you a luxury traveler? Are you a cheap hotel traveler? Um, do you go on vacations uh, to like beach cities or like do you go, um, are you more of a nature person? Like they know all of this data. Um, and so the benefit of that as, yeah, as an advertiser, as a business is like, you can really fine tune like that for your Google ads, but then also like take all of that data and like, you'll see within, I like to say within like the first 30 to 60 days, like we go through that data and we analyze it and we say like, okay, what is working and what's not? And then we pause all of the things that are not working. Like, let's say for some reason, um, people who are into yoga, they, for some reason, like you get a lot of leads from people that are yoga. And then maybe in, you know, that people that are into health, health and fitness, they are like your best customers. So you can actually double down on those people and say, hey, I want to bid more. Like I'm, I'm willing to pay more on people that like do yoga and are into fitness. And let's say maybe people that are into, um, it could be something completely different. Like let's say movie theaters. Let's say people that are into movies, for some reason they never convert. Like I'm never, like I'm spending all this money on Google and it's just, they're not like working. So you can actually like pause, like, hey, Google, stop showing um, movie people like my ads. So eventually what I've done with clients um, is like those insights that you get is like, you can actually use that data and put it into your other marketing campaigns or like your social media. like. One example um, is for like a, she teaches um, nurses and she has a course around it. And so we found out like people really liked, I think it was concerts and music. So it's like, and her target audience was like a lot of college students. Um, and so it was like, why don't you, you know, nursing and concerts, like you don't really wouldn't think of them as like a dual thing but like she could come up with so many different concepts with that like how about like you could do giveaways to concerts or you can do like what are the five back to school like music like playlist songs that you need or kind of like figure out those creative things because now you have all of this like fresh data on what you what works with google that you can like put in all your other marketing so I would say that's like another huge benefit um, is like kind of being able to pay for that data um, and still get leads into your business, but then like applying it in other parts of your business could be really cool. Yeah, I really love that because it's so true, especially with our, like even our deal clients, like once you know who your ICA, you know, is, 
you can actually, you know, little stuff like that, you know, where they shop, you know, what they like to do on their free time. And I love that you can actually target them through Google ads like that. Yeah. And you can also do like interesting ad copy for them. Um, that could be, that could be more relevant. And that's, that's another thing that Google looks at is what is like the ad copy that you're writing. So um, they use that to determine like how much you're going to pay as well. So like somebody that has a bad ad copy um, and there's like a system that like is the best way to write it. So if you follow that system, then Google rewards you and they're like, okay, they are writing good content and their website is good. Let's, let's have them pay less than somebody who like didn't do a good job with their ad copy and um, their website's not very good. Let's charge them more. So yeah, it's really interesting how, how Google works and all of that. Yeah, I really love that. And so what can you expect in your return of investment compared to doing like a Facebook ad or Instagram ad with Google ads? Yeah, I like to say, um, so I would say it, this is also going to depend, depend on your personality. And what I see with social media is it's definitely about like relationship building. It's like a long-term play. Um, you're also constantly having to create content. So whether it's like reels or TikToks, you're like, it's like you're dancing and following all the trends and, and all of that. Like it's very, yeah, you have to constantly be creating, creating content. So if you're like a type of person that doesn't necessarily like to be on video um, or does and like social media, then Google ads could be a good alternative um, or a good addition to what you're already doing. Um, because the skill sets that you need for Google ads would be more like um, if you enjoy, let's say, writing some ad copy. And it's, it doesn't have to be copywriting. So actually, Google ads copy is a lot easier than Facebook. Um, because with Facebook, it's like you, you need to write, you know, like a paragraph and catch their attention and all of that. Um, with yeah with google ads you have um like 30 characters and 30 characters like 60 characters total and like some some text at the bottom so um yeah i i definitely like um would say it's a lot easier to do um so yeah that's like another advantage but for google ads and yeah for google ads um i would say like a person that likes to be more like numbers and like that likes looking at data um, and that likes sort of looking at like trends, um, that would be like a good person that maybe would really like to benefit from Google ads. Yeah, I really like that. So what is a, you say 30 characters. So what does that, and is that what does that mean? Sorry, I'm naive on this. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, somebody. <laughs> so yeah, character count is, yeah, is just like a letter. Um, so like the word or like the word high would be two characters, a space would be one character. So that would be three, like high. Okay. Um, so like if, if your business name is like Celeste hair salon, um, you, it would need to be like C E L E. Each of those count as a character and including the space. Okay. And including the space. So it would have to like fit. So that's, it makes it very simple in terms of like, you don't have to like break your head trying to figure out like how to be creative because it's um, actually it's like you don't have to be creative with Google you just like write like what it is that your business is I love that so that's like the perfect option like if you don't like like doing reels or creating content and you're more into like writing and looking at your numbers and into all that 
then that probably Google. Ads yeah. Yeah. I definitely geek out with all of the, like the numbers. Cause it's so fascinating. And like, that's my favorite part of, of doing Google ads. It's just like, there's so much rich data there and like figuring out, like, like I'm always surprised at finding new insights that like, you didn't even know about your customers about like what's working and what's not. And like, yeah, just all of the insights. And also like there's mobile devices. So it's like, are they using their computer to book with you? Are they using their phone? Are they using their tablet, their TV? Cause you can also run ads on, on the TV now um, through Google. Um, it's like, there's so many just like options of, of, of data that's there. Yeah, I really love that because I know on Pinterest, you can also look like where they're looking at and where they're mostly tuning in from, which is so awesome. I love that part. I'm like, oh my gosh, I get to actually yeah. see. <laughs> do you, yeah, do you do um, organic Pinterest or? or I've done organic Pinterest for the past two years. I literally just started doing Pinterest ads on Friday. Oh my gosh, that's, yeah, it's very similar because I, I believe it's still also like based off of keywords. Um, and so, yeah, and it's, yeah, it's the best way to look at it. Um, and that's the thing, like once you learn a skill set, then you can apply it to so many others. Like Pinterest is also keyword based. I, I said like eventually, um, and it kind of is true, like eventually Facebook and Instagram and even like TikTok, they're also like, it's like based off of your search, like your keywords, uh, when you're trying to find products and things. So like really, like with Google ads, like if you learn how to do that, you're learning how to do like kind of psychology of like, how is it that people are searching and that will apply to every platform that you, that you end up using. Um, so yeah, for Pinterest, it's going to be like a whole, like the keywords there are maybe a little bit more inspirational. Um, and they're more like DIY or like people go there to, to get inspiration and insights. When people go to Google, they go there to like find a, a quick answer to a solution, like a quick solution to a problem that they might have or like to do some sort of research. So um, yeah, both of them have like different intents, but yeah, both keyword based. Yeah. So Pinterest is keyword based and also a lot of people go there to get inspiration, but also like find solutions like and they spend a lot more money, like most like 45 percent of the audience on there from the U.S. is has over a hundred thousand dollar household income, you know. So like you say, like all those skills that you learn from everywhere else, you're able to apply it as a whole. And I really love how you say it is based on what you search, because I know for Pinterest, for a matter of fact, I know that part is that I just actually just launched a course on Pinterest. Um, but everything that you search, the artificial intelligence, and they're so smart, they know, and they're going to push all that type of content to you. So that's why it's so important. I don't know about Instagram or Facebook, because, you know. <laughs> it's not my area of expertise, yeah. but I love how you also mentioned that with Google ads. Yeah, that's that's amazing because yeah, I would say um, yeah, Pinterest is great, and then it yeah, it all falls under like the same category of so in in like marketing world we call that it's called SCM the term search engine marketing, so that just means like. Um, how do you market on a search engine? So Pinterest is a search engine, whether like people may notice or not, you go there to search for something and find something. So like learning these skill sets of like marketing on the different search engines is like, I think for businesses, it's a, just a really good skill set to have because yeah, then you can just apply it on any platform that you go to. Yeah, for sure. And I have 
two more questions for you. So I have been terrified, I'm being honest and transparent here, of doing Google Ads, because I heard that's really expensive. So do you wanna, and I know you've touched a couple of things like already in the beginning, how if we're doing it the wrong way, of course it is gonna be expensive, but what has been your current experience with Google Ads compared to Facebook Ads or doing other type of promotions? Yeah, I would say, so generally Google Ads tends to be the most efficient out of the channels um, and people end up like shifting dollars from Facebook ads to Google ads. And the reason is because, so with, you know, the iOS updates that happened, Facebook took away a lot of that data. So their, how they were collecting data was based on like the apps that you ran and like um, your your history. And then they asked you like, do you want to opt? I think a year or two ago, they asked like, do you want to opt out of tracking? And then most people said yes. So then all of their data or like most of their data went away, but it's still like a really great and powerful algorithm. Um, but with Google ads, like they still have all of that data and it's because they collect their own data. So they're collecting data on you on like your Gmail. So they see what are like the, they're not reading your, your emails, but they're seeing like, what are the places that you're shopping at? And that's how they sort of like bucket you into like who you are as a person. Like, what are you doing? Like, what receipts are you getting? What websites, um, when you're logged into your Gmail, are you like browsing? And so they're sort of, they like have a very sophisticated, um, persona of you and it's like very accurate and so then they're able to use this data to yeah to find like more people like that and so yeah I would say um it, it can be intimidating um and, and that's kind of where like I try to like help make people feel like more comfortable with it um in the sense of like hey you could start out with like five or ten dollars um, if it's like not a good business, like if it's something that I, I don't think your business would do well in, like I would definitely say so. Um, and kind of like figuring out within the first 30 to 60 days, if it is like something that's working and like if it's efficient. Um, but yeah, I would say that out of the ones that like have gone through with it and like stuck with it, um, they say that everybody, everybody says that it's like more efficient and profitable than Facebook ads. Awesome. Thank you so much on that. Um, and my last ads question, and then we're going to get a little bit into business before we wrap it up. Um, it would be, are Google ads and Google My Business tied together? Like, can they work together? Or are they like separate? Yeah. So Google My Business is like really important to set up. I would say like if anyone listening doesn't have their Google My Business, like definitely set that up. Mm -hmm. That is um, a lot more SEO. Um, and so the overall, like the goal, I would say us like search engine marketers like to do is like we call the search results um, a real estate. And so if you can take as much real estate based on the keywords that we've identified, um, if you can take more real estate from your competitor, then that's better because it's just like pushing them down. So like a Google ad, so like maybe most people aren't even showing up in Google at all. Um, so what you can do with a Google ad is like you can potentially be like one or number two. So you're already then pushing people down. And then if you have Google My Business set up, potentially like that could be a whole nother like part of the search engine results 
and then you're like pushing your competitors down and then let's say you do have seo and then that's like you're taking up then a lot more of the real estate so it just yeah it definitely increases the chances of you showing up whether it's on ads or organically um because google will like look at all of the factors into that but yeah, you don't necessarily pay. Let's say if you see a Google My Business, you don't have to pay for when people click on that, but you do pay for your own ads. Yeah, and thank you for that. Yeah, because I wanted to know if they work together. And so that's awesome to know. I have all my Google My Business for both my businesses set up. It has been amazing. I love utilizing it. So I just wanted to see how ads would work with that. And I love how you mentioned like search engine optimization, you know, like SEO, which goes back to our website. But that will be for another episode, <laughs> not today. Um, but let's talk about business. So how have you been able to pivot, you know, with like the 2020, that's when I, I got introduced to you and, you know, been following you and everything. How have you been able to pivot your business with, all of these things of uncertainty and changes that's called life. I would love. Yeah, it's actually been like, I would say the pandemic, I, I feel like with a lot of online businesses, the pandemic helped versus hurt because everyone had to go online. And so like, if you had that skill set already, such as like Google ads or like, yeah, um, more people wanted it. So my business actually grew to the point where like, yeah, I, I had like wait lists and I couldn't like run everything. So I was doing it for like my corporate clients and, you know, my clients, but then also I was getting like a lot of small businesses, like they had to figure out like, how do I continue to survive through the pandemic and like when everything is shut down. And so that's where like a lot of, um, yeah, entrepreneurs were like, okay, I need to learn online skills and like figure out how to pivot my business. So through that, I, I did help a lot of businesses like pivot and turn their businesses online that were only like before off, like offline and then like create like marketing strategies online for them. Um, so the, yeah, the good thing about Google and online skills is that you, whether there's a pandemic or not, like it can help you and, and that sort of thing. So yeah, I, I was able to, um, pretty, for me, it was pretty easy to just like pivot and I was busier with all of that. So um, the course was something that I was like, okay, like we're, we're home all the time. Um, let me like help as many people as possible know about Google ads because before there was like only sort of like random YouTube videos on you know on YouTube or um, it would be Google's content which again I, I don't necessarily recommend Google's content um, because they will tell you like how to spend more money so then there was like not really like a, a trustworthy um, content out there that like especially female business owners could relate to and so that's where I was like yeah I'm going to spend my my COVID quarantine time like making um making like use out of that and and creating something that could benefit like other entrepreneurs so that's yeah that's where I created the, the program the course yeah I love that and I love how you also like mentioned the difference between googling everything and youtubing everything and it's so true like for me I know I learned so many tech skills that I had no clue how to do during that time I focused on automating my business and learning way more you know to be able to enhance it so I really love how you're sharing that and that yeah. You actually put out your course out there to help other businesses like me. <laughs> yeah. And I think like, yeah, I would say that 
Yeah, it, it is because I'm, I'm a course junkie. Um, yeah. And I would say that like one of the big differences is like, so you, you definitely can learn um, Google ads um, or at least part of Google ads like on YouTube um, and get like the free tips and things. Um, they don't, they, they usually set you, like show you how to set it up and that's where they stop. They don't show you like what to do after. Kind of, they don't, or they don't show you how to do the, the pre-work of like how to find your your keywords and the planning and like your ad copy and then they just show you how to set it up and launch it and then they don't really show you afterwards what to do um so yeah that that is good for like a scrappy person who wants to learn but then yeah if you have questions and most people i feel like like you said you're intimidated by google they'll have questions along the way of like oh what do i do or like oh i'm scared to spend money or like do i launch it so it's kind of like if you're the type of person that like wants that like hand holding a little bit um, that's where like taking some sort of course or having a co a coach or a mentor really helps. Um, cause then you can like have that person that like knows what they're doing and they can help you through it. Yeah. yeah and that's so important too, because like you need the strategy. Like I always say, it doesn't matter that you know how to do something. You need to know the strategy behind it or it's not going to work. And I just feel like you spend so much more money and time when you're going that route rather than, you know, having a mentor or somebody who's already done all the work and knows that it can give you all the shortcuts to get there faster. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Awesome. And where can we find you, Sally? Tell us more. If we want to find out more and learn more from you. <laughs> yeah, sure. So yeah, I, yeah, if anyone is interested, um, so my website is actually called ads like a pro. So ads like a professional. Um, it's A-D-S pro or ads like a pro.com um yeah so that's where i just have where you can sign up um for like more information i do newsletters um that talk about i talk about sometimes it's like about google ads but sometimes it's like just general marketing news like i know lately i've been um writing a little bit about web3 this world of web3 um and how like that's like the future, but also like how Google and web three are correlated. So yeah, di different like stuff like that. Um, I'll write from time to time on there. So yeah, that would probably be the best way. Um, I have an Instagram Um, yeah, maybe we could link it up. Uh, I haven't been as active on there just because again, that part of me of like, I'm not always the best with like taking videos and the editing and like uploading and all of that. Um, so yeah, I've been, I've been really bad at being on Instagram this year, but I am there. So if anyone wants to connect there, definitely would love to. Yeah. So, and I'll go ahead and sign up for that newsletter and maybe we can have you back. So if you don't know this about Sally, don't you have your own NFT, Sally, or you've been starting on that? <laughs> yeah, that's been a fun project to do. Yeah. I've been um, working on NFTs this year as well. So very different than Google ads, I would say. Yeah, so maybe we'll we'll invite her and see if Sally will give us some more of her time to talk about NFTs because your girl, mm -mm, she is does not know about that. <laughs> Sally would be a girl to go to. Yes, I'm. Yeah, I've been really obsessed with. Although they are completely different, I will say, and I actually have a blog. I could uh, send it to you to link up. Um, I wrote about how Google Ads and NFTs, like buying them and selling them are very, very similar. I'll just say this, like with Google ads, you're, um, it's a 24 hour a day live auction. So like, it's like a casino. 
um, where it's always running and you could always be bidding and showing up. And then with NFTs, it's the same. It's like 24 hours a day, you can buy and sell NFTs and it's like an auction as well. So I think those are why that's why I'm like attracted to both of them. It's like this like numbers and like live excitement happening. Yeah, I love that. And I love that you compared it to something fun and casino. Take me to the casino. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. I love that. And yeah, we'll link all I'll link all that up in the show notes. So thank you so much, Sully, for being a part of our podcast today episode. And everybody go give her a follow and for sure sign up for that newsletter. And I hope to see you back here soon. Thanks so much. It's been great. And yeah, thanks everyone for tuning.